Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalip Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, well, well. Happy Monday. Happy National Championship Monday to everyone as we get ready for TCU and Georgia to strap it on. Still hard to believe the Frogs are in the national title. Aaron, overall, even though I know it's hard for a lot of our Baylor brethren, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for college football. All right, this is what we wanted to happen. We wanted it to be Baylor, of course, in 2014. But when one of these Cinderella's crashes the party, it's a huge deal. And, you know, I'd like to see them perform well. And I'm not one of these Baylor fans or Baylor alums that is just going to openly root against the Frogs. Now, I may be in the minority. I think... uh, I think there's a fair amount of people there, and I think I know you well enough now to know that you're going to be pulling for the old frogs. You'll hold your nose Mm. and pull for the frogs against Georgia because, you know, it's like rooting for Georgia would be like rooting for Alabama. It's like rooting for the evil empire. It's not quite Alabama. It's not quite Saban, but it's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. Kirby came from Saban. Kirby's a, he's that guy. He uh, and I got to say, uh, kudos to Kirby because for the most part, a lot of those Saban people, it wasn't always working out for them. And Kirby's obviously built a powerhouse, but frogs have a chance. I mean, this is not uh, frogs. Frogs could show up and get this thing done. You know, I. I worry, Aaron, I was watching before the show today some of the matchups. Okay, let's have David Pollock and Robert Griffin III. And who else was on there? Let's have them, let's have them, oh, uh, Joey Galloway. Let's have them break down the, the, uh, the, each position, position by position. And, they get to running back, and, of course, Georgia's got about seven deep. I mean, I, I, Georgia has better running back stable than most NFL teams, certainly deeper than, like, the, the, the backs that Tampa's going to run out against the Cowboys. I think you'd almost prefer to have, if you gave Tampa, said, hey, I'll go give you the Georgia backfield for this game against the Cowboys, they'd say, bring them on. Bring them on. We'll take them. We'd love to have these guys show up and uh, grit rock RG3. Oh, kind of showing his Big 12 leanings here, and he he gave the edge to TCU. This is after we were told last week by the TCU sideline man 
We've had him on. He's he's great. Landry Burdine saying that he didn't think Miller's even going to play. Now, we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Some of this is gamesmanship. Sometimes Sonny might indicate, yeah, yeah, this guy might play. Then he's no, There's no chance he's going to play. So we'll see when it comes tonight. But, Aaron, this, TCU is not deep at running back. DeMarcado, nice story. Really good game. Over 150 yards uh, in that uh, – in that semifinal. So, I mean, he's – I think he's good enough to uh, be excited about. But I don't think you can give TCU – tell you where you can give TCU the edge. Is it wide receiver? I, I think they have – I mean, with Quentin, uh, Johnston out of Temple. Who's the other – Aaron, there's another Temple, like a tight end, isn't there, on the uh, on the TCU team? What is that, what is that guy's – Sean Hunt, you're out there. Text me. Anyway, I was just I was just hearing his name a minute ago as I was kind of listening to all this before the game. He's another Temple guy. Um, Rainey, what is our man's name? Anyway, he, big time, big time. Temple, Texas, going to be on the national stage tonight. That is exciting, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be Georgia. Uh, and TCU getting it on. Aaron, and, and by the way, our, our people can weigh in via text if they'd like. 254-662-1660. Are, are Baylor fans out there, are you are you able to root for the Frogs, being the Big 12, being the, the little guy, showing up, seat at the table? Can you root for the Frogs? Or is your hatred for the frog such that you can't bring yourself to do it? Tell us who you're rooting for. Tell us if you're if you're a Baylor fan out there. Tell us whether or not you're rooting for them and why. 254-662-1660. On the CNC Collision Center text line. And Aaron, they've renewed. Way to go, CNC. We love you. We love you. They said sign us up. We like hearing our name on the CNC Collision Center text line. Thank you. Thank you for being continuing to be a part of this. That's 254-662-1660. Aaron, will you be a reluctant fan for the Frogs, or are you going to be full on, you know, out loud, hollering at the TV, over the top, rooting for the Frogs? Where are you? Somewhere in the middle. As somewhere in the middle, I'll, I'm, I'll be rooting for the Horn Frogs. I even went as far as to wear my 2021 Georgia National Championship shirt in kind of a reverse jinx situation, and I will be rooting for the Horn Frogs. But and and I think if the game goes, as we get further into the game, if it's a close game or if TCU has the lead, I think my cheering will increase. Now, why did you? Did you buy a Georgia <laughs> national title T-shirt at some point? Did somebody give you this? I what, bought it. Why is this in your possession? Okay. It was because uh, I like to find good T-shirts cheap, and one of the some of the best T-shirts you can find cheap about or about a year after a team wins a national championship in football or basketball. I got it for, I think, five bucks plus free shipping. And it's a Nike Aaron, Nike dry fit shirt. It's a great shirt. 
Aaron out doing um, discount T-shirt <laughs> shopping <laughs> a I'm year after. Yeah, yeah, uh, unbelievable. Uh, and so this is interesting. If you happen to see Aaron, he's now wearing that Georgia shirt that he loves as a reverse jinx to somehow, I mean, it's going to throw people off. First of all, you'll probably be at home watching it. I don't think you'll be, you know, at a, at, at a bar or anything like that. But uh, I was going to, you would have to explain that to people probably, and you would probably prefer not to do that. Aaron, are you someone that will still occasionally meet up with a buddy at, at uh, the bar? I know you do not partake anymore, but do you, are you still pretty good at being able to put yourself in those situations and feel okay about things? Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. I'm, I'm really comfortable now. That's you know, it's been almost ten years. It was hard at first, but yeah, I, I can do that pretty easily now. All right, I would suggest Aaron the half and half iced tea situation. Find a sports bar that will do half sweet tea and half unsweet. All right, do we have him? Do we have our man Stephen Simcox? Uh, we do. And oh, good, good. Uh, he is, uh, he's ready to go. He's got a lot of other, he's got a lot of responsibilities today in the locked on sports world. And, uh, it is time to visit when none other than Stephen Simcox, he is our favorite TCU graduate, TCU alum, and a longtime part of the Matt Mosley show. Stephen, are you... Are you kind of pacing yourself, and and as you and how much work are you trying? I mean, are you trying to? I, I I would think you're not worth anything in the mortgage business today. I mean, did you even try to go into work today? Uh, well, I was there in spirit. I mean, my computer did not uh, didn't really power up too much today, and yeah, I mean, I love a good half and half tea, as you're kind of describing there. I was getting on, but. Uh, it's a huge day for, for TCU, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty nervous as we're just a couple hours from game time here. Man, I I would have liked to have uh, – I, I, I want you to be there at this game. I know you would like to, but to be able to watch it and to, uh, and to take it in, it's got to be kind of a cool scene. Um, do you kind of have your outfit picked up, picked out for game watching, and will this be a – uh, home in front of the TV situation. I mean, the problem is you you have a growing family, and, and they probably don't. In fact, you have two of your children are of an age where they're not going to really understand why you're so into a game and and will maybe want need your attention. Are you getting help at the house? Uh, is, is Kirsten, I mean, what is the... What is the uh, what's the situation on that front? Or are you going to go watch it with buddies? No, I'll be home. I mean, the, the family knows. I usually do a pretty good job of maybe I'll, like, put the game on on the phone while the kids are still awake. But the family knows I'm getting the TV tonight. Like, it's a big deal. And uh, we're not, we're not going to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse tonight. It's just it's football and – I mean, the kids will be asleep not too long okay. after the game starts because they go to bed pretty early. But um, yeah, we uh, we're we're loaded up, ready to go. It's it's an at home situation, but I uh, can't I can't really believe they're going to be there in SoFi playing for national titles. I'm excited, Matt. You should be, and uh, and everybody has uh, 
uh, want Stephen on their program today. I think there's some Bleacher Report stuff you're a part of. My gosh, I mean, you turned down about seven different slots, and so we were able to kind of shoehorn you in, uh, uh, Stephen, at about 4.05 today. And I, I got to say, the uh, uh, as you think about Georgia and what what this will be, do you think that same sort of free and easy uh, approach that the Frogs had against Michigan? I mean, this amps up even more. I mean, a semifinal is enormous. To have all eyes, you know, in it to be for the national title game, this is a different animal. What do you, I mean, at this point, Stephen, I guess you got to stop doubting Sonny in this program at all, don't you? I mean, I got to think that TCU is going to come out loose thinking, what do we have to lose? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I hope that's the approach. You know, that was the approach against Michigan. And it's been interesting to kind of see the coverage of this game. I think at the beginning of the week, a lot of the media members that didn't give them a chance in the Michigan game sort of backtracked and said, well, I mean, you can't count them out. I guess they're here. They've done it. They've made it. They've earned the respect. But then I felt like as we've gotten closer to game time, more and more people have sort of said, okay, it's a cool story, but Georgia is the heavy favorite here. They're the more talented team. And pretty much everyone thinks Georgia's going to win. So I would hope that they don't come out feeling a ton of pressure. Now, I mean, Matt, we know these things can happen. Uh, you famously call it uh, shrinkage, um, where guys, you know, you get a little tight, whatever – the case is your two moments too big, and then all of a sudden you find yourself uh, trailing. And, and that would be my biggest, I, I guess, coming away from tonight, just what I hope for the most is that they don't play scared, they don't look intimidated, they just get, they lay it all out there, they take risks. And, I mean, if you lose, then, hey, everybody kind of expected that. If you win, then you just won the national title and you kind of defied the odds again. But um, Coach Sachs is really laid back. I mean, he seems to know the right buttons to push. I think the guys have kind of followed his lead during the week from the media availability we've seen, from the practice, you know, that we've kind of seen, the limited practices we've seen. They seem like they're in good spirits. Um, I, I think that this team is ready to go out there and play and just have fun. I, I don't expect them to get too caught up in the bright lights. But it's a huge stage, and, I mean, uh, I, I think my bigger concern would be how did they handle this during the week? Because there's just so many different things going on. There's so many responsibilities outside the football field that you have to do with the, the media day yeah. and all the different events. So did they actually get the typical preparation in that they would during a game week? Does your mom, even though she's a proud Baylor graduate, is, is she, because of sending a son to TCU, is she going to be uh, on board with the Frogs this evening? She's pulling for us. She's a better person than me. I mean, I, I really struggle at times with uh, with rooting for rivals. But mom is mom's fully on board with the frogs getting this done and and winning the title. She is. Uh, I mean, she won't be wearing purple or anything, but she's she's ready to see the Big Twelve break through and and win a national championship in football for the first time in a long time. All right, Sawyer. You got Abby. You got Bradley. I mean, you got a you got a large squad there. Get them all outfitted in purple tonight. It's okay. <clears throat> and uh, Kristen, the whole gang, get them all ready. And uh, y'all have a great night at the Sim- Simcox household. And know that uh, noted bandwagon jumper Randy Galloway 
is going to be uh, jumping on here in a minute. So if you're still driving around, be by the dial for that. But uh, best of luck. I am excited for you. I mean, no matter what happens, uh, this still ranks up there as one of the great days in Horn Frog history. And congrats the other night, by the way. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm having to congratulate you too much, so I'm going to shut that down after this. But I think you all beat us in uh, basketball. All right. Now, of course, not the not the women's. We took care of Megan or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But uh, but the men. Golly, I'm struggling today. Okay, but that's not that's not unusual. All right, I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon, Stephen. Have a great one. Okay, thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. There you go, Stephen Simcox, noted frog lover and uh, huge TCU women's basketball fan. Reagan. Yes, Reagan Peeble, Peebly, I believe is her name. And um, good to have Stephen on as we prepare you for the Frogs versus Georgia. Aaron, I keep saying it just to kind of remind myself. It's still kind of shocking to me, especially now that it's here. But um, it, it, are you having the same issue? Exact <laughs> same thing. I was about to say, exact same thing. It mm-hmm. still feels weird saying Georgia versus TCU for the national championship in football. Yeah, yeah. And one thing that made me laugh was there was some message board out there where the Georgia fans were already trying, this is typical SEC, trying to make a case in a close loss to TCU where they could still be the AP number one team in the country. (laughs) (laughs) I thought only Aggies did that. (laughs) That was kind of – I liked it. I liked that way of thinking. All right, I would vote for you, Georgia, on a close loss now. We want the Frogs to win. Um, Texas Sports Hall of Fame legend and my old radio co-host, Randy Galloway. He's a huge TCU fan, too. He joins us next. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855 Bugs can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855 Bugs ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855bugs.com now to schedule your free inspection. Live Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys with their worst outing of the season gets blasted by Washington 26-6. Prescott was 14-37 for 128 yards and one interception. Cowboys will try to regroup for the wild card round Monday night versus Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, who's the NFL's longest tenured coach and turned 71 in April, said today that he plans to return for his 24th season as the Patriots head coach in 2023. Dallas Mavericks lose to the Thunder last night 120 to 109 temples mikhail harrison pilot has committed to the houston cougars south dakota state won its first fcs football national championship over north dakota state in frisco blowing out the nine-time champion 45 to 21 college football national championship tonight from sofi stadium in la tcu versus georgia the bulldogs are 12 and a half point favorites sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, get you ready for the uh, national title game. Randy Galloway joining us now, and uh, Randy, uh, this is not a day. I mean, uh, to me, that Rose Bowl moment for TCU, boy, that was the high water mark. Gary Patterson, but to I just keep saying it over and over: Georgia and TCU. In the national title game, do, do you find yourself doing the same thing? It's almost a, it, it's, it's still kind of amazing to me that this is where we've ended up. Well, Matt, and, uh, and how are you doing today? And how's everybody Good. in Waco? But uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the, in my former business, sports media, in your current business, sports media, there's nothing that floats our boat more than a shocking development. And the, we've had a few over the years, but just what you said, TCU playing for the football national championship may be the ultimate uh, shocking development. And then if the big upset happened, well, they, we could uh, quadruple shocking development. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, who knew? <laughs> 
who knew? Uh, none yeah. of us, nobody. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, Georgia, with all that powerhouse that they are, uh, I, Max Duggan, what a remarkable story! Wow, and 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 Randy, they, I mean, they had all but but kind of put him away, right? I mean, it's like, oh, we got this new guy, Chandler Morris, we're going to go with him. <clears throat> Even Sonny decided, you know, it's it's not going to be Max anymore. And this guy's attitude in the world of the portal in NIL, this is a throwback type person who met this um, I mean he just he just did not even flinch and here he is to, to me this is a an, a deal where a great person a great player uh something great happens to and uh I, to me this is one of the big, most remarkable stories in all of sports Max Duggan being here in this moment well i think if you looked and i said this before the announcement came, and, and we all knew what the announcement was going to be on the Heisman. But Duggan is the Heisman Trophy winner. If you read the definition of what the Heisman Trophy stands for, and uh, that was before they beat Michigan. Uh, and I remember it was, and I kind of keep up with TCU football. It, it was hard over the last uh, uh, three or four years, and Gary's last seasons. But I'm keeping up pretty good. But I, I remember I called the Star-Telegram beat man, and I'm, you know, long out of it. But yeah. I was amazed that Sonny uh, did not go to the portal uh, last winter and, and uh, into spring. And uh, probably about May, I, I called him, and I said – Ask Sonny a question. Why did he not go to the portal? You cannot go into the next season with Max or Morris. Well, that shows what I know, of course. And he said, I'm going to ask him that. And he called me a couple of days later, and he said he asked Sonny, and Sonny gave him kind of this look, and he said, hey, I really like our quarterback room. And I'm thinking, Sonny, Long season. You better get into that portal <laughs> after the season is over. And, of course, you know, Morris named the starter, and we just saw him. I was watching the Colorado game when he got hurt. Here comes Max. And uh, that's a, if there's ever been a Wally Pip story besides the real Wally Pip, Lou Gehrig story, uh, this has been it right there. But I, uh, I, I was talking to some TCU people. You know them. And uh, I said, what? This was 10 games in, 11 games into the season. I said, what the heck happened to Max? I mean, is that Sonny? I know Sonny's very good with quarterbacks, great with them. Or is that uh, the offensive coordinator, the youngster? Uh, what is that? And he told me, had a good line. Uh, he said, well, it's, it's a lot of Sonny. It's certainly uh, you got to give uh, the OC credit, but he said the main thing is he doesn't have a screaming maniac yelling at him after every possession. <laughs> we we all know we all know who that was, and he said it's you know, Sonny comes in from all those years with Gary, and he brings a total different psychological approach to the game of football. 
And you go, well, does that really work? I mean, that's that's the ultimate success success story right there. I I still can't figure it out. I mean, look at the portal. The portal is so important. But TCU signs all these way, way under the radar guys in the portal. Some guy that barely played at Navy. <laughs> uh, we got the Louisiana Monroe kid. We got Colorado, maybe the worst power five team in the world. Uh, they got a cornerback or whatever that kid is, safety or cornerback. And offensive lineman, kid from SMU, lower division. Uh, and I can't, there's other guys, but I think six guys out of the portal end up starting. And like four of them are all Big 12. <laughs> are just playing their butt off uh, in in this system. I mean, the whole you can go over every story uh, in every facet of the TCU team, and uh, you, you don't believe it. I mean, the the play of the year right now in college football, all of college football, mm-hmm. the one play of the year happened in Waco, <laughs> the field goal, which I know Baylor fans don't like to think about that. But to to be watching the end of that game, I thought Sonny, boy, he's really screwed up, and the, and the uh, special team coach ought to be fired. The clock's running down, and to watch another line, a total line, come on the field in precision, watch the starting offensive line leave the field, watch everybody else, the holder gets down, five, three, two, <laughs> snap, Boom, kicks it, and uh, if it wasn't for that, TCU's playing in the Alamo Bowl or something, mm-hmm. you know. And and, uh, and they had a lot of rescues. Boy, that's uh, it was as exciting a season as any team can have, and they rescued a lot of games. And I was calling them lucky early, but when you do it so often, I don't know if it's luck or not. But that that one play in uh, in Waco took us right to mm-hmm. well where we are going into the night. We'd like to ask you not to revisit that play when you're on <laughs> in Central Texas, if possible. You we know, don't need I, a, uh, uh, yeah. Did you know, I, I just, I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you, rub, you were rubbing it in, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I don't need to rub it in. I'm not a huge, I am a, t- I I'm a TCU fan from the standpoint of, uh, of uh, what they've accomplished, but I thought I thought I, you could rub that in a little bit. Yeah, what, yeah, what, you're what a play. Yeah, it uh, it is Randy Galloway joining the Matt Mosley Show, the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Famer himself. Randy, by the way, um, I, I need to get over there and visit the wing that has the media in it. My sense yeah. is that McLean may have a bigger <laughs> area than you. <laughs> I think they got. I think John's, John has the voice. He has the voice in there. It's, it's his voice they're using. John just went in there, grabbed the mic, started recording stuff in that thing right there. Yeah, well, boy, that was a that was a great honor, and I mm. yeah, loved it. it was great to go in with John and the, and the other people. All right, let me ask you the main thing. What's up? Uh, mainly, I made a wager on this. Made a wager on the uh, Michigan game, too. Is there any chance TCU beats Georgia? We got, we got, a, we got a totally different rhinoceros in Michigan and Georgia. I mean, I realize that, but, Matt, you give TCU any chance 
to win the game. What's the line as of the, the last line you yeah, well, saw? Right now it's 12 and a half. I got on, I'll tell you about that in a minute. I got on at 13 and a half. It mm. is 13, it's uh, 12 and a half is the line. I, you know, I, I, if I were going to bet this game, I would lean toward, <clears throat> you know, I, I would like to uh, go TCU's way. I really would. And yeah. part of that is just because I kind of want that result. I want it to be a tight game. And, uh, and you know, TCU showed in that game that they'll line up and, and get – now, that turned into a track meet at some point. But for a lot of yeah. that game, they kind of stood toe-to-toe. And they kind of got after them a little bit up front. And it, that D winners is a – boy, you talk about shot out of a cannon. Um, yeah. So I, I, I have a hard time believing that TCU will beat Georgia. But I had a hard time thinking they'd beat Michigan. And they jumped on them and they jumped on them early. And I and I think that was a great sign because TCU's been a team yeah. this year that gets down and has to play. Now, if that happens, I don't like their chances, even though they've yeah. done it, because yeah. they did it against Baylor and Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Those are all fine teams, but not to the caliber of yeah. Georgia. You know, they can't get well, down I, there. Yeah. I, all right. Here, I'm in uh, – over the New Year's, I'm in Hoka Town. You've been to Hoka Town, have you? Up there Hoka. outside of uh, Broken Bow, Hoka Town. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, Atoka? Broken yeah. Bow. Okay. No, it's Hoka. Yeah. Hoka Town. Hoka. All right. It's, All right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I like those people up there. Anyway, so we're <laughs> all up there in the kind of the mountains. And uh, uh, Saturday week ago, and of course, one of the main things was to watch both of the football games. And uh, so I bet, I said, TCU is going to beat Michigan. And I said, but if you think that, you need to bet it. So, and I, you know me and two-legged. I only bet four-legged, bet the thoroughbreds, and leave the two-leggeds alone. But I didn't, so I didn't bet much. I bet 200. Well, of course, you got 220 plus seven and a half. And then I bet the money line, which was uh, about, and it dropped down to about 240. Put up $100. TCU wins head up. You win 240. But you got to win head up. So, and, and I did it because of this. TCU had a strange schedule. They play Colorado, then they play Charlton, then they're week. It's they're off a week, and you're going, "What the heck? You you want that in October? Yeah. Maybe early November? They're off a week, and then they play SMU." But I'm thinking TCU had to play 11 straight weekends, and they're, you know, those were, hey, those are slobber knocker games, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, they didn't have blowouts. And, I mean, they're, they're, it's all up against the wall basically for 11 straight weeks. And then they're off three weeks, three and a half weeks before Michigan. I said, they're going to be fresh. I guess right. So I, I went about 440. On that, so then this game comes up, and I said, well, I got on at 13 and a half early on, and I yeah. said, so I'm going to bet 200. I'm playing with house money now. So I bet I bet 200, 220 on uh, uh, plus 13 and a half. The guys over at Georgia's will understand this, that <laughs> if you don't, my boys at Georgia's will understand what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, uh, anyway, and then the money line. Now, money line is way up there. In other words, I put up a hundred. I didn't bet it early enough. It fell. 
it was like 430. Ooh. Put up 100. If TCU wins head up, you win 430. It got down to 350, and I bet it anyway. So, anyway, I got uh, – I'm not nearly as confident, obviously, uh, but tonight as I was uh, against Michigan, but I thought TCU was going to be fresh. And they were. Boy, they were fresh. They were flying flying around. And then – and I thought they could be physical enough. And as you as you said, Michigan turned it to track me, but they had to because mm-hmm. the physical stuff wasn't working against TCU. Now, I, as I said earlier, Georgia's a different rhino, totally different rhino, and a much more dangerous rhino. So we'll see what happens tonight. I'm – Again, I don't have that confidence level, but if I'm going to sit there and watch it, and if I win, Matt, it'll be about a thousand dollars total, mm. and I'm going to take it to the track and bet horses. Not going to mess around with football, particularly NFL football, for sure. Talking to Randy Galloway, longtime broadcaster and newspaper columnist uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Will you wear purple? Do you will you put on some TCU gear to watch the game? Uh, it, I mean, you are you did kind of later in your career become, and you kind of got to be friends with Gary. Obviously, over the yeah, years, you became yeah. more of a TCU fan. Will you put on the purple tonight? Okay. Right now, I'm, I'm I'm dressed. Okay. Got to go. Uh, I got to go to Camp Pieces and get a lot of pizza. People coming over here, but I'm dressed and ready. I've got on an Alito football hat. All right. Uh, and I've got on a purple TCU kind of a long sleeve pullover. And the reason I'm wearing, I normally wouldn't wear it, but I wore it last week, or for the Michigan game. My wife, Janine, you know her well, she bought Mm -hmm. it for me. And she hates TCU, by the way. But she knows I would be cheering for TCU. So, yes, uh, I've got this TCU thing on, which I never do. But when your wife buys you something, well, you you know, you kind of feel obligated to wear it. You know, you wear it in the Michigan game and they win. Well, obviously, i got to wear it in the Georgia game. And I've got people coming over here, my son-in-law. And my uh, granddaughter, uh, who's goes to Oklahoma State, but they are massive Georgia fans. So there's going to be some conflict here out on Farm Road 5 in Alito tonight. There will be some mm. conflict watching this game because we do have some massive Georgia fans in the house. Wow. Well, you have uh, there's somebody named Georgia in your family, and okay, she's she's the avid. And, and people, in fact, uh, I was talking to Jim Buchanan, the coach, in this afternoon. He said, "Oh, Georgia is just a Georgia fan because of her name." And I said, "No, she was indoctrinated." Indoctrinated at like age two by her father. Yeah. My uh, my son-in-law, of course, you know Chad. Chad, yeah. But he and Chad is a graduate of Purdue. Oh, I know. Uh, his, yeah, but his mother, you know, they left Georgia because his mother became a professor at Purdue, so they moved to West Lafayette. He graduated high school there, and then, well, they could he could go to Purdue free. Well, he did and got his degree there. But believe me, his football love is not Purdue. 
Tell him I, I tell tell Chad Mosley said he saw the Purdue offense this year and doesn't blame him for rooting for Georgia. <laughs> oh, he takes a lot of crap off of that, but he, he could care less. I know, I know. Care less although, you know, although not as bad. Not as bad as Iowa. I think Iowa may have the worst uh, offense in the history yeah, of oh, college football, God. but but Purdue's kind of right behind them. All right, yeah. well, listen, we'll save for next time. I can ask you whatever happened to old Dak Prescott, the guy that was, ooh, was that not scary the other day? Uh, it's been a little scary, too. Yeah. The defense is not as good. I would uh, – I think TCU – has a better chance of beating Georgia than I do the Cowboys of beating Tampa Bay. And I, because the way they're playing, I, I don't give TCU a large chance, but I think it's better than anything we're seeing from the Cowboys. Yeah. We'll talk about that at some point. Did you, do you remember what you used to call Tom Brady when we were on the air together in Dallas? Oh yeah. Yeah. That baby making touchdown making. Tom Brady. I bet he's out there since the divorce. I bet he's making more babies. Don't count him out, Matt. He's on the street again, on the loose. I think you used to give him some advice on how to maybe how to maybe yeah, stop yeah. some of those activities. Yeah, yeah. I didn't exactly. want to bring up plug that mm-hmm. thing, Tom. Yeah, plug that's, it, that's right. And uh, yeah, Tom had he had one. His former girlfriend or what was was pregnant with one, and then he kind of went yeah. on. He moved on pretty quickly. So yeah, I can remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> now he's moved on again. So yeah. Tell the story, life in the big leagues, brother. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, listen, y'all have a great time. I had Campeses the other night. Of course, I went to the old Egyptian lounge uh, because oh, that's a great. Man, I'm going down to <laughs> Fort Worth. It's good, but there ain't nothing like the Egyptian lounge. Woo! I know you do believe me on that. Ain't yeah, you? yeah. Go. You you yeah, look up on the. Over in Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. You just know where Rocky Marciano used to hang out, right there <laughs> in the old Egyptian lounge. All right, well, tell everybody in the family, uh, Mosley said hey, and, and good luck to your frogs this evening. Okay, man, thanks a lot. Great being on with you, and uh, go Bears next season. All right, <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you. All right, thank All you. Right, good. Bye. Right there at the end, Randy gives us a go Bears. Uh, Randy Galloway, the uh, just recently went in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and he and I were together for many years on uh, radio in Dallas, ESPN 103.3 FM. Uh, we do have some campus confidential. And, Aaron, I'm hearing little rumblings of the Bears out checking out the quarterback portal. We'll discuss next. Recently on Game Time, the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, joins us. You know, obviously we all know how good the men's side of the ledger is in the Big 12 and how tough it is. And, and, and the women are have become like that, too. There's four ranked teams. There's really no pushovers in the league. For the Bears to have won two road games already against top 25 teams, the caveat is it's just January. But you even think about putting yourself in a position to win the Big 12. That's a fantastic start. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines start a conversation with a specialist at ascension medical group providence orthopedics and sports medicine tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you we are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash texas ortho it's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 11.30 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tollison, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys with their worst outing of the season gets blasted by Washington 26-6. Prescott was 14-37 for 128 yards and one interception. Cowboys will try to regroup for the wild card round Monday night versus Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, who's the NFL's longest tenured coach and turned 71 in April, said today that he plans to return for his 24th season as the Patriots head coach in 2023. Dallas Mavericks lose to the Thunder last night 120 to 109 temples mikhail harrison pilot has committed to the houston cougars south dakota state won its first fcs football national championship over north dakota state in frisco blowing out the nine-time champion 45 to 21 college football national championship tonight from sofi stadium in la tcu versus georgia the bulldogs are 12 and a half point favorites sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley and uh, Campus uh, Confidential. We got a lot of stuff to get into. and uh, But I, I saw this uh, tomorrow, Aaron. Did you see this? This is a really cool thing. And um, Tom Barfield and the gang, our game time show, 
I mean, they're open at Fuzzy's is going to have these early morning breakfast taco service, and that's going to be going on. They're going to be doing the show from out there. I hear Stephanie might be on site for this. This is uh, Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Now, I've been going to Fuzzy's for a while now, and uh, I think that's a, a really cool thing. And so, anyway, I wanted to get that out there to the people. Uh, to get out there and be a part of that one. Um, and that's a uh, – Aaron, you like a good breakfast taco, don't you? I love a good breakfast taco. Man, I just I just love that Fuzzy's taco. And they'll have those breakfast tacos going. And, of course, the show will be from 7 to 9. And I was reading about this the other day. Got an email on this. Aaron, the way I understand it is half price. As they kind of announced their new – Breakfast taco, they're going to be doing like half off. So listen to the show. Show up. You'll see You'll see uh, Tom and the gang doing the show on site, and then we're going to have half off the breakfast taco. So a really cool thing. That's Fuzzy's Taco Shop right there in Waco. And uh, that's, a, uh, that, that's in the morning. So very excited about that. All right, uh, Aaron, what do you have for us in Campus Confidential? Lots of transfer portal news, but first, the national championship game, as we've been talking about so far on the show so far, is tonight, 6.30, or a little bit after for the kickoff on ESPN between TCU and Georgia. And I guess we should get on record with our picks. Yeah, yeah. Um, i tell you what, I... I'm going to go ahead and pick TCU to cover. Now, again, some places, 12 and a half right now. We were talking to Randy Galloway, and, and he said he got maybe in on 13 and a half. If, if we're going to call it 12 and a half, I'm still going to go ahead and take the Frogs to cover. I, I just I, – I think Duggan, I think the firepower at wide receiver – and, and I think, by the way, we talked about it a little bit, uh, Aaron, last week. Georgia has that unbelievable cornerback. He's got kind of a cool name. You remember me, I was talking about him, Aaron? And, but I do think, I don't think the guy can cover. I, I, I just don't think he can cover Johnston, our man from Temple. I don't think, I, I really don't. And I think, um, I think the speed... The athleticism, everything that Quentin does, and, and, of course, the TCU does a great job getting him out in space. The key is going to be getting off to a good start. I thought TCU jumping out to that 21-3 lead, it was just huge. And, of course, Michigan had to play catch-up the rest of the way. They did get it within three fairly late in the game, but TCU kept responding. And and I, I think, again, I, I think the – SEC people that don't that kind of still think of the old uh, Big 12 think this is going to be a runaway. To me, this is like one of those games where if you're in the game at halftime, you're okay. The thing you can't allow to happen, and I've seen I've seen Alabama do this, and I've seen Georgia do it to teams. Thing you can't let happen is to fall down like 28-7 at halftime because they will bury you and they'll sit on the ball. And, and you're done, okay? In the Big 12, 
Yeah, they came back against Oklahoma State. They came back against Baylor. They came back in that regular season game against Kansas State. I don't think you can do that against this Georgia team. So I think that's the key. Good start. Hang in there. Be within a touchdown at halftime, and then and then you can go with it. Aaron, what are you thinking? I think it'll be close for most of the game, but I, ju- I just think Georgia's depth, they pull away at the end. 34-24 Georgia. Oh, so you do have the Frogs covering, though. I do, yeah. Okay, that's the key because I would say much of our audience is pondering, Put either has already put something down or will put something down as we get closer to kickoff. If you can get 12... Boy, if you get 13, I'd jump on it in a heartbeat. Um, I, I Now, what's interesting to me, Aaron, have you looked at the over-under on this game? I, 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 would, I, what I would imagine is coming off those two semifinals, the over-under is going to be inflated. All right, both teams put up big numbers against Michigan and Ohio State. Depending on what the number is. 62. I still kind of like the over. I was going to say. <laughs> I know. I know. 62. I still. I, 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 if I had to bet the over under, I would take the under. I think I would take the under in this thing. Mainly because. I think Georgia's going to dig in and play a little bit better defense. But, again, I, I would say of the two bets there, I would much rather take the, the Frogs in the 13 points or the 12.5 points than to bet that over-under because that's a scary one. And, and in a game, especially if Georgia gets up big, there could be a backdoor cover if there's a bunch of scoring late from TCU. So I would avoid the over-under. Lots of transfer portal news from over the weekend. Baylor did land a commitment. Miami four-star, former four-star cornerback from Miami, Isaiah Dunson, committed to Baylor over the weekend. He will help a Baylor secondary that has been depleted by graduation and the transfer portal. Also, uh, excuse me, speaking of transfer portal news uh, involving Baylor secondary players, two of them are will be Arkansas Razorbacks next year, Al Wolcott and uh, Snacks. Uh, Lorando Johnson. John, Snacks Johnson will both be going to Arkansas. They committed over the weekend. Uh, Baylor kicker or uh, Noah Rauschenberger, is entering the transfer portal as a graduate transfer. That's not a huge surprise. Baylor got a transfer a commitment last week from Michigan State kicker Jack Stone. Yeah, and obviously Mayers handled the deal. It looked like Hankins was going to end up being a pretty good kicker for them, and I don't know. It just didn't go the right direction. Uh, in the great year, he had done some good things for them and gave them a long kickoff, uh, long field goal guy. Rauschenberger's always been a good, uh, nice kickoff specialist, so we'll see where the Bears go at kicker. Interesting to have the Arkansas tie-in. Uh, a reminder also over the weekend, Aaron, the um, that Kendall Bryles, there were rumors that he was going to go to maybe 
uh, Mississippi State and that they are interested in bringing him in as offensive coordinator. He announced that he will be running it back at Arkansas. And um, that is, uh, I, I would imagine the Hogs will be excited to have Kendall back. But I, I've just noticed with a lot of these coordinators, Kendall, uh, they like to go from Ole Miss to Mississippi State to Arkansas. They bounce around that SEC. Kendall's bounced around quite a bit, but he will remain at Arkansas with Sam Pittman and run it back with that quarterback. Aaron, is that K.J. Jefferson? Does it sound right to you? That I is, believe it is. The uh, Arkansas quarterback. The AP Men's Top 25 poll is out, and for the first time in 65 weeks, Baylor is not in it. They drop out after the loss to Kansas State Saturday. Houston is number one again, 34 first-place votes, followed by Kansas at number two with 22 first-place votes and number three, Purdue, with four. Alabama and Tennessee round out the top five. Texas is number 10. Kansas State jumps into the poll at 11. Iowa State is 14. TCU, 17. And that is the Big 12 schools in this week's poll. All right, and that is interesting. You After K-State beat the Bears in overtime, 99-97. Aaron, I can't take any more of this. This is tough, man. Some of these brutal. I mean, you know, you, you go on the road and Iowa State hands it to you. You just tip your hat. You move on about your business. You get beat on a shot from the corner by TCU uh, in a game that you were way up and playing extremely well in the first half, that's a gut punch. You get Jerome back in. We had Jerome on last week, Wednesday. Some of you heard uh, that interview, some on Friday. By the way, Aaron, I thought this was interesting. I just happened to look back today at some of our numbers, you know, see kind of how many people are listening to our, our, pod, you know, our podcast that we tweet out. Like the John Jacobs, the Baylor Associate Men's uh, basketball coach the, the the interview we did friday aaron it had over 12 it was like twelve thousand five hundred views last time i looked um it's just really interesting a lot of the stuff we do when we tweet it out boy it has a second life and and people love it and they just eat that up but all that to say though uh that's a tough that's a tough loss for the bears and aaron was just giving you the rundown the top 25, Aaron, the uh, the Bears fall out for the first time since 2018. Kind of remarkable. I mean, it's a great thing that the, uh, that the Bears were able to keep it that long. It's unfortunate that it's ended because this is a really good team, and they've got unbelievable guards. They just got to get some things right. They got to they got to continue to work on the defense. I mean, K State can K State if if you want to run with them, they'll run you out of the gym. And they they put one sixteen on Texas, and now they put ninety nine on the Bears. I got to say, Aaron, beautiful video, well done by Scott Drew, the whole Baylor program. Uh, a great tribute to Jerome Tang. A great applause. Everything about that was really cool. Aaron, did you see? Uh, Jerome after the game, there was no fist pumping. He walked off that court head down, and he said he cried after the game uh, because it was bittersweet. I did get to talk to Jerome afterwards. You know what I wanted to say to him, Aaron? I said, I bet that, 
I bet that three and zero won't be too bittersweet. Those lo- those wins and losses. And by the way, um, this is just what it's going to be like for the foreseeable future. Aaron, when you watch what K State's doing in how in Jerome and what he did in the transfer portal, he can't go to Texas, I mean, even if they want him. That, I mean, that you can't do that. I I I just I I, I mean I would. I mean, and Jerome, you know, he may not want my advice. And I understand that. Not everybody does. Aaron, sometimes you don't want my advice. <laughs> but I, you can't do that to K-State. And I don't think he wants to. I mean, he's having a magical run at K-State right now. Now, coming up, we'll talk about the Baylor men and women, and I'll get into the Baylor men's basketball. Aaron, what was the breakdown of the uh, of the women's? Because that was a... On the opposite, on the flip side, the Baylor men, the women, man, great win at Kansas. And of course, we'll talk to a member of the Baylor women's staff tomorrow on tomorrow's program. But how about that, Aaron? I mean, seventy-five, sixty-two, just a just a workmanlike effort to bury what had been an extremely hot Kansas team at their place. Big time win for the Bears. Uh, and uh, where did the uh, where did the women end up in the top twenty five? They were up five spots to number eighteen. I would have thought about moving them even more. <laughs> I would have. I thought they would be higher too. I mean, you beat OU ranked team. Uh, you take care of. Uh, I mean, that's in Norman, wasn't it? Then you go to KU. You take care of that. Come on now. Yeah, that's two two ranked teams on the road. They beat last week. Yeah. Yeah, take care of the Bears. Boy, K-State. You talk, I like these market corrections, Aaron. Isn't that funny? Like when, when they just basically admit that they had they, they were they were late, you know, get uh, to the party. And K-State beats Baylor. I mean, Baylor's down right now. And K-State beats them by two in overtime. And K-State didn't, doesn't just appear in the top 25. <laughs> they roll all the way up to number 11. I mean, it's, it's almost kind of like the voters said, uh-oh. All right, sorry, Jerome. Sorry, buddy. We're a little late to this one. We're going to go ahead and take care of this, and we're going to move you all the way up. Now, again, they they beat Texas in Austin Tuesday and beat the Bears in Waco Saturday. Unbelievable. And by the way, Aaron, who's the hottest player in all of college basketball right now? If you had to say who is on the biggest heater, who would you say? Sarah Andrews. No, I'm sorry. Well, that's fine. I was talking about men's basketball. Oh, oh. Uh, Marquise Noel, the uh, the point guard for uh, for K State. Wow, I mean, it's like thirty something points, and he was just named Big Twelve Player of the Week. Aaron, anything else you wanted to hit? Sarah Andrews was the National Player of the Week, as uh, according to ESPN, and the Baylor women were the National Team of the Week. From ESPN, so congratulations. And uh, uh, Daria Littlepage-Bugs was uh, the freshman of the week, so they swept the women's basketball honors this week, even though they only moved up five spots in the AP. Okay, so these were Big 12 honors you're talking about, right? The uh, Big 12 Player of the Week. No, this was Um, ESPN. They do do a separate award. A separate? Oh, national stuff. Okay, good, good. Because uh, I had, I thought I'd saw, I, I'd seen. I'm where, sure uh, she was the Big Twelve Player yeah. of the Week. Yeah. Oh, she was. She had thirty something a game. So yeah, pretty amazing stuff 
from Sarah Andrews. And then, by the way, just to – and we'll, we could talk a little bit more about this, but Dre Edwards, it, it just seems like finally everybody's decided to move on. There was some back and forth uh, with the coach at Kentucky. I weighed in. Aaron Wynn was at Friday. And I think at this point, everybody, um, I think Dre, they're finally, Baylor's just going to try to get her ready for next year. It's a shame. I still think it would be very easy for Kentucky to sign this. But the one thing I'll say on Kentucky's behalf, they said how they were going to handle this, and they followed through on it. <laughs> so they, they uh, uh, and the AD at Kentucky, I think his name's Mitch Barnhart, backed his head coach and said no we're we're gonna i'm gonna stick with my coach on this and and part of this of course is probably bad blood because aaron have you checked the kentucky women's record i mean i think they're zero and three and like seven and six on the season i don't think it's going that well for them so they're not inclined to try to help out nikki collin and the bears all right it's matt mosley's show espn central texas we jump into the 5 o'clock hour and tell you what we're going to do. At 525, I will react to uh, the Bears, but 5 o'clock, I want, to, uh, I want to talk about that Cowboys game and what I think is happening with Dak Prescott. We talk about it. We talk about the matchup coming up with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll do it next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Playing the commander's backups yesterday, the Cowboys starters fell flat on their faces in a lackluster 26-6 road loss. So much for riding into the playoffs with momentum. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys were awful in yesterday's regular season finale at the Washington Commanders, losing 26-6 to a rookie quarterback making his NFL debut. Cowboys special teams made crucial mistakes early. Dak threw a pick six, and the Cowboy offense punted ten times because Zeke Elliott points out they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Very difficult. Uh, just a minor three and outs. Just struggle getting stuff going, uh, getting any momentum. But beauty of it, you know, we got we got another another life now, and uh, you know, we gotta get this get this thing right, get this thing rolling for the playoffs. Those playoffs will start with the Cowboys as the fifth seed wild card traveling to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. 
Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Wines, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco fuzzy's taco shop with game time in hewitt located at 1509 hewitt drive how pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman meet ron i was always active fishing swimming hiking until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt it is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back and the pain was just the beginning when you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days. Only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. 
your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmolz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, a reminder that Fuzzy's Taco get-together tomorrow, 7 to 9, game time, and uh, Fuzzy's in Hewitt. 1507 Hewitt. Uh, get out there and uh, take part in some breakfast tacos, half price breakfast tacos. Tom and the whole gang will be right out there for a live show to see Tom in the morning and share a taco and uh, go up there and give him some opinions. Uh, let him know kind of what you think, what you're thinking about uh, uh, as they get ready to react to the TCU Georgia game. And then Stephanie from Sales will be on site, and she uh, she does her thing every day. It's become a wildly popular segment on the station. So uh, game time tomorrow morning, doing road work out there at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. And it's brand-new thing they're doing with the, uh, the breakfast taco. Uh, that's going to be great. So go check that out because there's really nothing better early in the morning than a breakfast taco. Aaron said he's a big one. I like, there's a couple of different places I go, but boy, fuzzies are always on the list. All right, let's discuss what happened yesterday in Washington. Cowboys lose 26-6. to It was embarrassing in a lot of ways. They needed to win. They needed the Giants to beat the Eagles. The uh, Giants kind of tried. I mean, they at least they tried harder than the Cowboys did. I don't know. I couldn't tell if the Cowboys were trying or not. How would you ever know? After that performance, I mean, that was as embarrassing. Uh, and, and they said it, by the way. I mean, even a lot of times the players will try to make things better. Boy, Micah Parsons after the game, Jaron Curse used the word embarrassing. Uh, Jerry came out with a quote and said, we'll have to suck on that all week. And we'll see if that basically said if that doesn't uh, get you going, what will? Well, you'd hate you hate to, your last game of the regular season to be one of your worst games of the season. And, and again, they were playing a team that had nothing to play for, that was trying to roll out a young quarterback, Sam Howell, who had never started in the NFL. I don't know if he'd been in a game, barely played at all, third-string quarterback for, for Washington, other than that one bad interception in the back of the end zone that Malik Hooker went up. I mean... Honestly, Washington should have been up 17 nothing or 20 21 to nothing at least in that game. Cowboys fight back late in the first half, make it 13 to 6. It was special teams gaffes from both teams. You had one kicker, somebody named Sly. Uh Joey Sly is that guy's name. And for uh for the uh, Commanders. He's missing everything. And then the Cowboys kicker Maher gets in uh he gets into the act. He misses a extra point. And then they're they're dropping. The punter drops a snap. And then there's a muff punt uh, back there by Turpin. I mean, just, to, just, just Cowboys go out there and just embarrass themselves in every conceivable way. Now, the biggest thing, the biggest concern, and you can sound off on this on the CNC Collision Center text line, is the starting quarterback is not right. 
And I'm not saying physically. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it has anything to do. He's not hurt. He just can't. He can't hit a moving target. I mean, he finishes that game 14 for 37 with yet another pick six. How many pick sixes does he have this season? I believe that's his third. His third pick six. First quarterback to go seven straight games with at least one interception since Vinny Testaverde, 2004. Have to go all the way back to 2004 when Vinny Testaverde had to replace Quincy Carter in training camp and had to be the starter that season. He was backed up by a young Drew Henson and a uh, and, and Tony Romo. I, I heard from Henson the other day after that game basically saying, what do you think's going on with, um, with, with this quarterback, with Dak? And I don't understand it. This, this quarterback has more, and, and again, I, it'd be one thing, I've seen it over the years where the media treats people a certain way thinking they're going to get maybe some extra access or something like that. They don't get that with Dak. They don't get it. But for some reason... There is so much cheerleading going on in the media. I mean, I, I see I see things written suggesting, oh, man, it's unfair to him. He had 14 interceptions going in this game, but they're not all interceptions are equal. We get that. We get that. I mean, there's a reason quarterbacks and head coaches, you know, get the record and the losses. They get too much credit. They get too much blame. I know not all of those interceptions this year are on deck. I get that. But three pick sixes. Far as I can recall, all three of those were on him. And the in the maddening thing about that game yesterday, Aaron, and I'm gonna give you a chance because I for some crazy reason you seem to have some theory that you think the Cowboys are gonna be okay. I don't know how you watch that, but I wanna hear this. I do want to hear it. But the the pass before the pick six should have been a pick six. Either one of them could have been a pick six. Threw that one kind of low. The guy goes to the ground. He misses that one. Dak, on that one, is about a seven-yard hitch. Dak almost throws the interception. Throws it right to the commander's player. Same guy, by the way. Same player. Comes back on the next one on what you would call a five-yard speed out. Okay, just going to throw a quick out. I mean, it really should be a pretty simple throw jerks the ball, jerk, absolutely throws it behind the intended receiver, and they take it to the house. Washington goes up 7 nothing in that ball game. I mean, or maybe, it was, maybe that made it 10 nothing. What an embarrassment. And I don't know what's going on. This is a good quarterback, great leader, got tremendous traits, so many things I like and have enjoyed about Dak Prescott, but to to go out there and and go 14 for 37, and it'd be one thing if you say, well, the 14, you know, he he did throw for, he hit hit some big plays down the field. No, no. It was like, Aaron, what was it, like 140 yards or something? It was a, I mean, he did not throw for many yards. 14 for 37. One point, I looked up, it's like 14 for 34. You got 20 incompletions. All right, end up with 23. I mean, it is uh, it is a really bad sign as they get ready to take on Tom, Tom Brady. Aaron, you might recall, and our people might recall, 
Tom Brady has a pretty good record against the Cowboys over the years. Is it 7-0 and or 8-0? I think it may be 9-0. I'll have to look it up. 9-0? I thought it was 9-0, and yeah. Okay. All right. Well, started this season with one. Was it last season? Two feels like. Does it every season they play the Buccaneers to start the season? Very strange that that happens, but he beat the Cowboys to start this season. That was one of their, how many um, uh, victories, uh, Aaron? I believe it was eight. They went eight and nine, and yet I don't have any confidence with the Cowboys going into that game. They're going to face an eight and nine team. Cowboys finished 12 and five. They got to go on the road to Tampa Bay because they won that horrible division. Of just an absolute embarrassment. And the Tampa Bay gets beat. They have a chance to finish the season with a 9-8 and eight record. And I believe they got beat the other day. I mean, in NFC South. I mean, what a, what a dreadful little division that is. All right, Aaron. You watched it. You know the Cowboys, what they performed. Why is it that you actually think you like their chances against Tampa Bay. I want to hear this. Uh, the most important thing that I think people were forgetting because the Cowboys played so terrible yesterday, and they did, and if Dak plays like that next week, they don't have any chance. But Tampa Bay's been a bad team with a terrible offense the entire year. Dallas has been a good team with good with one of the top offenses in the league and one of the top defenses in the league for the entire year. Now, they both had games... Like Dallas has had bad games, Tampa's had good games, but those are the outliers. Dallas is a better team. I know they're on the road, and I know Tom Brady, but he hasn't been very good this year. He's thrown more picks than he usually does, and I honestly, I don't think this game will be particularly close. Well, I, I again, color me unconvinced. You and the I rest like of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's just trending in the wrong direction, and it has been for a little while now. And, again, I don't understand, even on the broadcast yesterday, you know, well, these Dak's had a great year besides the interceptions, and all these interceptions are not his fault. It's like we have these talking points, and we have to revisit them all the time. Well, no quarterback's interceptions when it gets up there in the 15 to 17 range are all their fault. I mean, I don't. Carr got benched. Carr got benched for the last what two games of the season because he had about the same amount as Dak. Were they all his fault? No, absolutely not. By the way, the other important thing to share as we try to figure out what in the world's going wrong with Dak, Aaron. How many games did he do this in? I mean, five. You got to take five of the game. I mean, he wasn't even. Yeah, but I, it's it's remarkable how many games he was out, and you got Rush in there playing. Now they finally lost a game with Rush as the quarterback, didn't they? In that run, but they had a great run. It was Philly with Rush. Too. What's that? It was Philly. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. It was a good. It was a good team, and in uh, in you're right, and they actually kind of fought back in that game, and I think got it to. They were down twenty three three, and might have made it twenty three seventeen in that game, but. Dak has 15 interceptions and three pick sixes in five fewer games than all these other quarterbacks. So I I, I don't understand how we can in one breath say, 
my gosh, he's had this incredible year. Dak's been really good. Well, yeah. I mean, your interceptions, did some of them bounce off of receivers? They absolutely did. I don't recall, Aaron, those pick sixes, I don't think those bounced off people. I think he I think he was staring down wide receivers and he was so far off target and right now something's not right with him. I mean he and again after games this isn't who I am. This isn't what I do. I got to get this right. I got to clean I got to get it cleaned up. Well, of course it does Jerry nor does it do Mike McCarthy any good to come out and start saying, "Yeah, we've lost confidence in our starting quarterback." They can't say that. But I promise you privately there has to be huge worry. $40 million a year quarterback, and that, that's what he gave you yesterday. You go out, and, and, then, and then, of course, you leave him out there all day for, for the risk of possible injury, hoping that he can get in some kind of rhythm and get it going, and he never did. So then you end up playing a guy the entire game, and you never, and all you did was amass more and more incompletions. There was never a point in that game where they lost 26-6, other than one good throw to C.D. Lamb, where you said, okay, I feel better about Dak. The only people right now who feel good about Dak are the people who are just enormous Dak fans and aren't looking at the data in front of them. I mean, could he bounce back and have a great game against Tampa? Absolutely, he could. He also, in that same breath, he has an alarming amount of interceptions at this point. And the streak, I mean, he has not done this throughout his career, but right now this is who he is. And something has to be done. 254-662-1660 if you want to weigh in on this. All right, I'm going to react to some Baylor basketball. I'll do it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a tough overtime loss for Baylor men's basketball and an historic win on the road for Baylor women's basketball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big on Jeep models like the new 2023 two- or three-row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,000, plus $500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Find the Jeep that fits your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
That's going to do it. The Bears can run out the clock in this one. Kansas had not lost a game at Allen Fieldhouse this season, but they will be undefeated no more once the clock hits zero. A strong defensive effort by the Bears, who out-rebound one of the top ten rebounding teams in the nation by a factor on the night of 14 rebounds advantage for Baylor. They win this one tonight 75-62. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith with the call. Baylor women's basketball knocking off Kansas in Lawrence on Saturday. For the Baylor women, they got 27 points from guard Sarah Andrews following up her 30-point performance in the win over Oklahoma earlier in the week. In fact, back-to-back road wins over top 25 opponents for the first time in program history. 75-62 75-62 over KU the final. Here's women's coach Nikki Collin. When you're when you're going on the road and facing two top 25 opponents who have, haven't lost at home yet, um, Oklahoma had only lost at Utah on a back-to-back at altitude, and and Kansas had only lost you know in a double overtime game at Nebraska, and so you, you're facing two confident teams on the road. I thought if we could go on the road and steal one of them we would feel really, really good and put ourselves in really good position um, to come in here and pretty much like lead tip to finish says a lot about our toughness. Um, and, and I've challenged them going into this week about how we've got to get tougher. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women now 12-3 and three on the season. They're off to a 3-0 and start in Big 12 conference play home Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, a tough overtime loss for Scott Drew and the Baylor men to Kansas State on Saturday in the Farrell Center. The Bears got 23 from Adam Flagler, 22 from Keontae George, but fell 97-95 in overtime to the Wildcats. The Baylor men dropped to 10-5 on the season. They're 0-3 in Big 12 conference play. The Baylor men on the road at West Virginia coming up this Wednesday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 1130 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tollison, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Ready to score? Which checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union? It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualification supply. Member NCUA. Everything. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. 
Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lodge with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Cowboys with their worst outing of the season gets blasted by Washington 26-6. Prescott was 14-37 for 128 yards and one interception. Cowboys will try to regroup for the wild card round Monday night versus Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, who's the NFL's longest tenured coach and turned 71 in April, said today that he plans to return for his 24th season as the Patriots head coach in 2023. Dallas Mavericks lose to the Thunder last night, 120 to 109. Temple's Mikael Harrison Pilot has committed to the Houston Cougars. South Dakota State won its first FCS Football National Championship over North Dakota State in Frisco, blowing out the nine-time champion 45-21. College Football National Championship tonight from SoFi Stadium in L.A. TCU versus Georgia. The Bulldogs are 12.5 point favorites. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show on a National Championship Monday as we get you ready for the Frogs and the Dogs, the Bulldogs, getting ready to do it again. And and quite honestly, Aaron, unless the Frogs stand up and represent the Big 12 and represent their good friends, the Baylor Bears, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Boy, I tell you, Aaron, this is a great lesson in how we sort of define coaches. And, you know, I I remember thinking, I mean, SMU, think about it. Baylor almost several years ago was interested in Chad Morris when he was the coach at SMU. <clears throat> there were even the stories that, hey, this is what's going to happen. I mean, people just jumped all into that. It's going to be Chad Morris. Well, then he goes out and gets beat like 70 to 21 by Navy, and, and he ends up going to Arkansas. And the Bears uh, have Matt Rule come in, have a great run. And then, of course, Dave Aranda has done some really good things as well. You just never know about these coaches. But, like, Kirby Smart is more of a straight line. You know, he's a saving guy. Then he got his shot 
with Alabama, and the guy's just created another monster. He, Georgia is now a superpower on the same level is Alabama. Now, you can't be truly on the same level unless you do it over and over and over again like Bama has. But Georgia's pretty much there. Sonny Dykes is such an outlier. I mean, Aaron, think about it. He, he seemed completely comfortable. If Gary had just kept doing his thing, and I'm sure Patterson wanted to coach five or six more years, if Gary could have just mixed in an eight-win season, Sonny would have stayed at SMU, they would have kept winning eight or nine games a year. He would have been fine. But I'm sorry. The SMU Mustangs are not playing for a national title. He was not going to do that there. He goes over to TCU. It was an awkward hire. It was ugly ending for SMU. Think about it, Aaron. We think about this through the the views of, like, Baylor fandom. You know, like, what do Baylor fans think? And what's it like having your rival play for the national title? Think about SMU fans. They think of TCU as their crosstown and arch rival, the Iron Skillet. And they're all, they're all going to gather around and watch the Frogs tonight. I wonder what, uh, Aaron, do you think SMU fans out there, do you think it's 50-50 on whether they're pulling for the Frogs against Georgia? Or do you think the hatred's enough? <laughs> See, I, I think with Baylor, it probably is about 50-50. Or it may be 60-40 Baylor people rooting for Georgia tonight. I mean, I've got great friends who are just awesome people who aren't really wired to just naturally root against people. But they don't have – not in a million years do they want TCU to win tonight. And these are not mean-spirited people. They just can't stand the thought of it. I wonder – I wonder where SMU people are in this tonight. Aaron, I'm going to go ahead and guess that 70% of SMU fans, 70 to 75%, want TCU to lose. Is that a, You think that's an accurate number? I think that's probably low. I think mm. it's probably closer to 90%. Mm. I know how I would feel if... Coach Aranda, oh, Coach Aranda but, left and was playing yeah. for a national championship the next year, especially at, a, at, at one of your most bitter yeah. rivals. And I know yeah. TCU is one of Baylor's most bitter rivals, but we didn't lose our coach to them. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's pretty high. I don't think there's many SMU fans rooting for, for the Horn Frogs. Yeah. That, see, I was thinking more of this, the rivalry, but you're right. The, the sunny... <sighs> The, the being mad at Sonny is almost, it's not quite like what Tech had with Beard. I don't think the hate level rises to that because I don't think the Methodists are capable of hating as much as the, the Tech people. I, I say that in the spirit of love. I, I love my Tech friends. But I just don't feel like the SMU people are capable of disliking another human as much as the Red Raiders came to dislike Chris Beard and, and felt that jilted. But it's not far off. It's not far off from it. Now, real quick, Baylor women, goodness gracious, we'll talk more, and we're going to do that tomorrow. Uh, in fact, I've, uh, we're going to have an interview with, uh, with one of the Baylor assistants tomorrow, and we'll talk about everything going on with the team 
and it's headed in the right direction. And as Aaron talked about, they've moved up from 23 to number 18 in the country. I think the, I think the pollsters are a little scared. I think they probably should have moved up more, but since they lost those games, uh, in, you know, in quick order the, a couple of weeks before that, and they had that bad loss to Arizona, I think they're a little bit gun shy on moving the Bears. Now the men, <clears throat> this is this is rough. This is not something the Baylor fans are used to. You've started, we talk about how great the conference is, and but for the most part, you can talk about that. But the Bears, in the past several seasons, are only going to lose two or three games in conference. That's just the way it is. They're, they're that good. And it, even last year, uh, I'd have to look at it, what they ended up losing in conference. It seemed like a lot, and I swear they ended up winning the, well, they won the conference title. They were co-conference champs. Aaron, what did they end up losing? What, three or four games maybe the entire year in conference? They have started the year 0-3. Now, they'll be able to climb back in it, and, yes, they'll go to the NCAA tournament. I do believe that. I do not think this thing is going to bottom out. They've lost to a ranked TCU team, and they've lost to a team now in case in K-State that is uh, has risen all the way up to number 11. And Jerome's doing a great, great job with that program. What does Baylor need to turn the corner? Well, I mean, you, you can and, – and, again, tonight – I'm going to really stop down because I have to admit, I I took my daughter to the Mavericks game the other night as a Christmas gift, and we we would see the the zombie Pelicans. Aaron, the only the only way I saw Zion was hanging out at the bench. He was like hanging out down there by the bench area. C.J. McCollum didn't play. I mean, everybody that you would recognize from New Orleans did not play. Uh, what's our man's name? Brandon uh, Ingram? No. No, he's been out for a while now. Pelicans are a really good team, but they didn't have any. So I've got to, and of course we got the national title, I've got to really dig, and and I want to watch over again, because I had to kind of skim through it, what happened in that game against Kansas State. First of all, they're playing an incredibly hot team that's playing, that's shooting the ball and have perhaps right now, the hottest player in the country in Marquise Noel. And Keontae Johnson's awesome, the kid that came from Florida. Okay, they're just good. And, again, they'll they'll have a guy slip outside. One of their big guys, he'll slip outside and knock down a three. I mean, it just – it's – their Baylor right now <clears throat> has three <clears throat> tremendous scores in those three guards. Cryer did not score the other night. Now, part of this, hopefully – is just the rust of of having been out with the concussion issues, and, and he's been, you know, he obviously, during that time, he wasn't able maybe to do all the conditioning they needed to do. Aaron, that, the, the numbers weren't where they need to be. I mean, uh, uh, for, for a shooter of that, like, when you look at Cryer, and I, and I always think about the NBA. I'm not saying he's going to be this person. But when I think of, like, lethal shooters in the NBA, I think of, like, former Oklahoma scorer, uh, uh, player that led them to a Final Four, Buddy Heald. Okay? Buddy Heald, for 10 to 15 years of his NBA career, is going to sit outside, and he's going to be a 45% three-point uh, three shooter. Well, in college basketball, that's what criers should be. 
Cryer is a good enough shooter to shoot around 50%. He's not there right now. He didn't, you know, and right now, Keontae, for a freshman, is having to carry too much of the load. Flagler's a great scorer and great leader. Keontae's probably being asked to do a little too much. I, I do think Langston Love is coming on. And you're seeing more scoring. You're seeing more explosion. I like what I'm seeing there. Ojan Una is going to be key for this team. He's getting better, and he's starting to be more of a help as a scorer. Now, the other night, uh, Thamba actually scored and helped him in that regard. But right now, the scoring is too concentrated between Keontae and Flagler, and they're having to carry too much of the team. You, right now, you need all three of those guards firing, and it's not happening on the same night like it used to happen uh, with, with, uh, with Jared and Davion and Maceo. You need that, and it's not happening. And you've got to get everybody firing uh, at the same time. And, again, they're, they're catching people at the wrong time. Uh, and it's not going to get that much easier because they're, they're about to go face another desperate team in West Virginia on the road. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. As uh, we roll on, and it's time for the dismount as we give you final thoughts on the national title game this very evening. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas Game Time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weins, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to Game Time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with Game Time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Cowboys with their worst outing of the season gets blasted by Washington 26-6. Prescott was 14-37 for 128 yards and one interception. Cowboys will try to regroup for the wild card round Monday night versus Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, who's the NFL's longest tenured coach and turned 71 in April, said today that he plans to return for his 24th season as the Patriots head coach in 2023. Dallas Mavericks lose to the Thunder last night, 120 to 109. Temple's Mikael Harrison Pilot has committed to the Houston Cougars. South Dakota State won its first FCS Football National Championship over North Dakota State in Frisco, blowing out the nine-time champion 45-21. to College Football National Championship tonight from SoFi Stadium in L.A. TCU versus Georgia. The Bulldogs are 12.5 point favorites. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it's going to be a fun evening. Getting ready for uh, college football national title. Aaron, it the, rep- the repeat, I think because of Clemson and Alabama playing for this so much, and now Georgia entering the party, Ohio State being involved a lot of years we think that maybe some of those teams have done it fairly often. Aaron, Nick Saban has done it only once. <clears throat> and it happened in 2010 and 2011. Georgia has a chance to do it tonight. And, and Aaron, it was after a drought of 41 years. Then they win one. And they have a chance to do it tonight. And there's almost no great comparison to what TCU is is doing. It would be one of the most improbable uh, national titles of the past 30 or 40 years. Aaron, there were like split titles back in the day. You know, I when I was going to Baylor, Baylor beat uh, Colorado my freshman year. The year before, Colorado had won the national title. Was that Cordell Stewart or was it Darian Hagan followed him? Anyway... It was big. It was huge. Now, one of those years in there, Georgia Tech was involved. And if you go back to the early 80s, Clemson won one with Danny Ford. Oh, man, amazing stuff. And TCU has the chance to do something remarkable and unforgettable tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow, beginning at 4 o'clock on the Matt Mosley Show. Go see game time tomorrow in Hewitt, out there at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Good night, everybody. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the college football season comes to an end tonight in SoFi.